Welcome to Tool Talk, the weekly podcast for Toolaholics, where all your DIY, home improvement, automotive, and tool-related questions are answered, and your need, physical need to talk tools is completely served. And now, the host of Tool Talk, Chuck Cage and Sean O'Hara from Toolmonger.com, the web's first tool blog. I'm Chuck. I'm Sean. And welcome to Tool Talk, podcast number 55. Today is Friday, May 22nd, 2009. If you'd like to give us a call, you can call us at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. That is a different number than we've used in the past, but it works just the same. Yep. Once you get there, just uh, listen for the correct extension, and uh, you can leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. And that's uh, that's it. We're here. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we've got a couple of things going on uh, here recently at Toolmonger, and uh, it's uh, the return of the Tool Talk podcast is one of them. So that's cool stuff. And uh, I believe we traditionally start off with the top five. Absolutely, let's do it. All right. So uh, number five is uh, the in outlet store or uh, in outlet surge protection. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. This is like you. It's it goes in the standard jack in the wall, and it's uh, surge protector, right? Right. Uh, which um, a lot of people, I guess, will kind of sneer at a little bit. Oh, why would you do that? Well, um, there's there's a couple reasons. One, if uh, your place is prone to surges or or anything like that if it's a little older if it's uh um i i've heard a, a lot of people like in apartment buildings and that kind of thing which are not uh, famous for great power <laughs> um you just rip yeah. uh you know kind of uh deinstall your old outlet and uh put this one in uh, yeah it may cost you a couple bucks but uh honestly but see, why wouldn't you just use a plug-in you know, a standard plug-in power strip well you know a lot of people are into the uh the look of of the thing and don't want to have something like laying on the floor uh instead of something like that i guess i could um, see that i mean if it were in a place where it really made a difference right you know? um if you were if it was if presentation was important to you i think is kind of the the main thing as far as i'm concerned that that you would do this for um and you only i guess had two things to plug into the outlet or something <laughs> one thing that was really important or something that's cool normally that's not the way it goes for me i normally have like two power strips on each you know plug and, and you're like uh, in a christmas story with the tree oh yeah you know or or you know uh uh what is it uh chevy chase and and uh national lampoon's vacation you know where they have to flip the <laughs> yeah they have to flip the nuclear power switch every time they uh, uh turn oh. something on yeah i'm normally that school of thought but uh these are are for those who are not and are into a more uh i guess um elegant solution than uh, or something a little bit more presentable this is this is your uh, ride but uh personally i don't know if i could get there from here but uh that and you know they're more expensive than a power strip which i'm a <laughs> bastard and i'm not doing that but hey you know if you if you have a situation in which you really want a uh, search protector and you really don't want to plug in a power strip here you go exactly so uh, that's uh, good on you uh, yeah exactly uh, have fun with that um, the, uh, fourth one is, and you know, it's always kind of funny every time we have any kind of storage item, <laughs> uh, posted on tool it normally will make the top five if, if it wasn't, that's posted. because storage is important, man. Yes, it is. And, uh, anybody who doesn't think so doesn't do much in the shop. Uh, but this one was, uh, get your bins off the floor. And basically it's a, uh, uh, I guess a little unit that will allow you to attach, uh, 
all kinds of storage and storage bins and it's got different uh you know uh, uh or not attachments but different uh, little hooks and all kinds of uh, systems on it that'll hold different types of storage by different uh hmm. mechanisms so um it's reasonably useful but the the thing about it is it's pretty cheap and it's interchangeable so uh not really a a uh like one of those high dollar sexy tools or anything like that <laughs> but it does get crap off your floor and That's allow good, you though. to attach it to the wall or studs or something like that which is makes sense pretty sweet yeah Oh, yeah. And it'll hold a bunch of freaking weight. So that's <laughs> that's one of those good things. You know, I think storage is a lot more important than a lot of people give it credit for. You know, a lot of the tool companies look at storage almost like, I don't know, a secondary thing. Yeah, and it's really not. No, I mean, you know, it, it, it's exciting to make like a new hammer or a new drill or a new, you know, drill press or some new big, you know, tool Right. But when it comes down to it, storage is absolutely just as important. And the tiniest change in a piece of storage equipment can can render it either incredibly useful or completely crap. Just yeah. complete crap. Yeah. And it happens so quick that – and it piles up. That's the other thing. Storage is cumulative. Oh, yeah. And in well, excess – it is. Yeah. And in <laughs> excess smart, of – maybe yeah, not, but – Yeah. But in excess of, like – useless storage seems to <laughs> seems to magnify beyond its actual physical presence you know because you have things that won't go in there and then you have more things that aren't helped by that and then you have <laughs> things that you thought might be good additional to that that aren't and now you have to find a place for them and it just sort of <laughs> stockpiles until you get a picture like was on the site a while back of my garage <laughs> we'll see my problem was and, and it's funny you mentioned this because my problem was i didn't have any storage in my garage you know it just wasn't built with storage in mind right you know well yeah and and so I thought I had this brilliant idea after watching 500 episodes of Mythbusters. I'm like, you know, I could just go get some of those fixed shelves, run them all the way to the you know 10 foot ceiling, and uh, and put put bins in it. You know, I could store a bunch of crap in there, which is exactly what happened. I had a bunch of bins full of crap, full of crap. That you so what, I've given up that whole space in my garage, and what I have gained is a wall of, of crap. crap. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you have to think, too, just like you said, just having storage isn't necessarily a good thing, you know, because you have it. If you the the question, the trick of it is actually asking yourself, do I need this? Yeah, do I need to store this or is this going to be useless to me in right. the immediate future? Which... And that's something I need to do pretty heavily. I mean, I've got some crap down there right now uh, in my garage that is just not not things i need to have in my garage yeah and it's and it's not as bad as most people i guess but still no no and it's honestly the other thing is if you're going to store something think to yourself and, and be honest you know because you're only cheating yourself if you don't do this but think to yourself am i going to use this in the next week in the next month in the next three months or is this one of those addict situations where i don't really want to throw it away but I can't find a use for it either. You know? <laughs> if so, your shop is not the place to put it. Right. You know, if you can't think of immediate use that you might need for this, don't put it in there. See, I can proudly say that I have never owned a garage. And this is just, maybe I will in the future, but I've never owned one of those garages that's a storage unit. Right. 
you know right. i know you did once but that didn't count because that was back uh yeah that, that was, was back when you bought your you bought a house and you were you were just staying in yeah it was uh, you had yeah. like two months of an apartment or something you I just had an got apartment. an apartment with a garage because you were just putting your that yeah. didn't count i mean okay. it was two like months that's fine yeah it's 600 square feet for 2,000 square feet of house. Yeah, um, it's like, do it. Yeah, you know? I just but, had to use it as a storage unit, basically. But I, I mean, I grew up, when I was a little kid, my dad had a shop in the garage, and, and, and that was cool. And when we kind of moved out a little farther into the suburbs, had a bigger garage, and it turned into a storage unit. Um, it was completely full of stuff. Now, were they tools and he was no. actively working on stuff? Or no. was this like junk? Stuff. Storage unit. Uh, yeah. Literally like all the stuff from when you move into the house and it goes out there because you're not going to deal with it right now. Right now. Yeah. And then and then it, it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. Eventually, you end up literally packed to where it won't even the door will barely close. Yeah. There's like a little nook where you can stand and look yeah. at the wall of right. stuff. Right. Yeah. Which I think is fine with the storage unit. And that's sure. what a storage unit is for. Yeah. You know, you put crap in it. But, like, I have fought to never own a garage that turns into one of those, you know? And that is a, a good goal to have, <laughs> honestly. there's It can get out of hand. And the part the part about it is you don't really realize it's getting out of hand until it already has. <laughs> until oh, it's yeah. too late, you know? So you either have to adopt this, like, draconic... Uh, it's not going there. You know, yeah, we're not doing that. Yep. Or um, have already, you know, be pre-wired that if you're going to bring something back into the shop or back in at home or something like that, that you're going to either use it right now or it is going to be there permanently and you realize that when you're bringing it back. <laughs> uh, the only, I would say the only one where that is not the case is like material stock, like yeah, uh, but you can build shelves or, or for something that. like that. Yeah, I mean, you build racks in the storage unit, but uh, sometimes, and, and even that can get out of hand. I mean, if somebody comes back with like a truckload of of scrap wood, and you're not sure exactly what you'd ever use it for, and none of it's really usable in its current state, um, not even like raw stock. I mean, like scrap wood. I've seen. Yeah, well, here's the funny thing. See, I used to get on my on my dad for that all the time. Yeah, but that was scrap steel. That's a little different, actually. <laughs> It's more embarrassing than that. It was scrap <laughs> aluminum and scrap steel and that's expensive copper yeah. and all kinds of good stuff. And I, I'm I used to give him crap all the time because there were always just these piles and piles of metal things, and it looked like a junkyard, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I dutifully got rid of them after he was gone. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, yeah, he was right again. <laughs> and then discovered that I had to rebuy some of the stuff at, at high prices. Yeah, retail. Yeah. yeah. Or just do without in the case of the aluminum. Yeah, that uh there's yeah. I don't think there's really such a thing as scrap aluminum. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, anymore. Or copper. Yeah, or copper. Um yeah, big old pile of copper pipe. That's like scrap probably five hundred dollars worth of copper. Yeah. That's sort of like saying, think. Oh, that's scrap cash. It's uh, <laughs> scrap cash. We don't really awesome. need that, you know. It's like it's like there was a uh, he had been working on he he wanted a, a planer real bad, and he we didn't really have any cash at the time. This was way back, and the family didn't. So he said he was going to build one, and uh, he just about did. I mean, he he had a machine shop, so you know he's like, well, I'm <laughs> just going to build me one, yeah. and uh, he built it out of aluminum because he had a bunch of it. <laughs> And uh, I, I, 
I literally got rid of it like a dumbass. It took two of us to pick it up. Wow. That's yeah. a lot of aluminum. Probably three, 400 pounds of it. Wow. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it. That's, I mean, uh, what'd you get? Like 25 bucks for that, uh, that intake manifold, the yeah. weight like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it, man. <laughs> like 20 or 30 pounds. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, probably, probably, uh, probably about 20 pounds. Yeah. So bottom line, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> He'd love, he, he would love the fact that, that he's getting a, I told you so from the grave, man. Oh yeah. He well, would appreciate that. It would, uh, <laughs> I told you this stuff was worth money. It'd be useful someday. Yeah, there's a lot of that. We can get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, number three in our uh, top five lift is number list, three. Number three, installing heated tile floor. And, yeah, uh, wow. basically this heated was tile? a well, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a kind of a big deal. Not down here in Texas, of course. Well, but, yeah, is this uh, like I mean, the same kind places. of people that use baseboard heaters and stuff? Uh, n- no, <laughs> not quite. But other uh, things you don't see in Texas. Yeah, I mean, yes, but uh, uh, it's pretty pretty prevalent up north actually um both uh, my aunts who live like in new york new jersey and oh, all yeah, that right. kind of thing uh, have this type of thing and uh, our homies from extreme out or extreme how to yeah right uh, yeah. yeah uh how yeah. yeah um but this is uh this is matt's video where he kind of runs you through the the overall process of installing a, a heated tile floor now he used interlocking tiles that are like pre-spaced so oh nice yeah so you don't have to get like the little pluses and go around <laughs> and you know make your thing look like a geometry heated problem tile? are they are they electric basically it's an electric blanket looking mat that you lay down first oh. and then you put these like interlocking tiles over them and the interlocking tiles uh radiate the heat and nice. it's like a radiant heat floor right huh. instead of having the ceramic tile that takes a little bit longer because you know ceramic tiles pretty thick and it's yeah, uh, not really. If you don't get the right kind, it can be kind of hard and expensive to heat them. You know? Yeah, I bet. Um, these were made specifically for that, so that they were both easy to install and they they pass the heat pretty pretty easily. Sure, yeah. But he runs through kind of the major steps and everything. It's not like a in depth how to walk through in any way. Shape right, or right, but, right. But it does show you kind of what's involved and what you're going to have. If you're to thinking do. about doing this. This would kind of give. This kind yeah. of gives you the kind of give you the man. I don't want to get involved in that. Or maybe we should pay somebody else to do that. <laughs> or maybe well, I'll sound just a whole get lot a blanket, worse than laying you know? tile. No, it's really not. The only thing you got to do is is you got to make sure that the blankets are all taped down and nice, and you got to power them uh, and make sure that they have the right wattage and the right sure. you know breaker for them and everything like that. Other than that, it's really not too bad. Uh, the the tile floor stuff. I mean, of course, you have to grout the tile floor even with the interlocking tiles you used, <laughs> but that's not the end of the world since everything's all nice and channeled and pre spaced and all that stuff. You don't have right. like. You know, like uh, wobble floor and all that kind of thing. Wop a jagged tile like oh, most yeah. people who lay their own tile. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I've laid tile four times in my life. It came out okay. Ish. Ish. Once. You know? If you're not concerned, like if, if it doesn't bother you, if it's not perfectly even or perfectly flat. Offset or flat. Then fine. Yeah. You know, but if it does. Yeah. You might yeah. want to think about that or, or find a system that's gonna i couldn't believe that when, when i saw them lay the towel in my house they use those little pluses and uh wow. they must have used like a million of them yeah oh yeah i mean because i mean i have a lot of ties do you yep and and i i saw them like all the whole place was covered in those little pluses i'm yeah. like wow each towel gets eight pluses you know you're like wow 
that. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you know, I, I guess they it's worth it to them to do the job fast. I'd imagine. You know, because, I mean, these are pros, obviously, and they're they're in a housing development that was building a lot at the time, which means that, you know, they could probably do a couple a day. Well, and honestly, it's a lot faster than chipping the grout, the grout and the tile and the glue back out to fix <laughs> a mistake. Oh, yeah, like they're doing that. You know? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, close enough. You know, yeah, but actually, mine looks good. I, I make fun, but mine looks great. My tile looks better than the guys who did the trim carpentry in some in some areas of my house. Why? That's so, true. I've seen uh, some of that. Yeah, it's uh, I I can do better than that. And I'm not any wizard at trim carpentry or anything like that. But um, they should have done better in some areas. But the <laughs> tile looks great. You know. Do you ever get to fix that crack? Uh, fixed. Yes painted no oh okay that uh, ma- the one that massive one the one yeah because you know i mean these new house when they move around they crack period right I'm, I'm lucky i've got like two one of them's like in a bathroom that nobody cares about <laughs> and the other one's like tiny yeah mine's in the living room <laughs> sean's is in the living room it's and like, it's like three and a half feet oh, long it's ridiculous smack in the middle of <laughs> like oh damn it you of this angled section that's oh, like yeah. presented to you oh. yeah and it's got this like great crack running through it you're like oh good you know don't um, and, and this is what kind of what happens, especially in Texas here. And, and cause all the houses are built to drain the water off. So they build up like a little hill and then they put a house slab on top <laughs> yeah, of it and it settles, you know, right. it, all houses Absolutely. settle, but it settles. And in the first couple of years and, you, and the house is still structurally sound, there's no real problems with it, but it still doesn't help. I got a three and a half foot crack in my freaking ceiling, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. you know, you're finally going to have to just cut all out and replace it. I know. But it's going to suck. I know. Which is why I haven't done it yet. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> no, it looks good enough. <laughs> yes, I, I did fix it. I mean, there is no longer a crack, but you can still see it because I haven't painted and textured it. Fair um, enough. It's, it's filled and stuff. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like one of those sources of tension in the house. Like, I don't like looking <laughs> at that corner up, of, of the, the living room because you're like, I'm going to go get something else. Stuff, you know <laughs> go out in the shop where there's no cracks you know but uh it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't crack in the garage you don't give a damn right yeah exactly uh-huh. man you throw some kind of you know rack or throw a tool in front of it or you know whatever it doesn't really matter out there <laughs> hang you know? a poster exactly that's what you need to do in your <laughs> hang a poster <laughs> on the ceiling yeah <laughs> what well that's interesting why is that up there the just mirrors. shut up yeah <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two. Uh, the dual cut lopper. Uh, basically, this is just like your normal uh, uh, trim lopper, like a tree lopper or something right. like that, except it's got another little bitty tiny one for branches under, like, I think it's like a half inch big, so you don't have to, like, get the big so like blade on it. alien style? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so, it's, uh, so it's got that uh, big lopper scissor area and then it's got this little bitty one uh for about a half inch one that's uh on the bottom of it now oh i see honestly that's kind of weird i i don't really see the need can't you just use the big the one big one will cut that too so <laughs> not really sure why you need that but it's there you know and apparently it looks might this be one of the situations where someone should have gone back to the engineer and you know you're just like no but now you don't have to go back to your shed it'll save you Three minutes from going back to your shed to get a smaller one to cut. Dude, just cut it with a bigger one. Just cut it with a bigger one. It's fine. You know, uh, I, I just, I'm not seeing this, but <laughs> I'm sure some kind of landscaping 
guru was going to to write us in and tell us that. Well, that, that's cool. You know, do, please I'm, do. I'm an call. idiot, and I don't know why. Call. Do don't even this, write. But, yeah. Call and call. say you people are jackasses, we'll and this is on. why. Yeah. That's that's um, how we learn. But yeah. I personally can't. I I don't see the. Yeah. Pay the extra three bucks, get a big one, and call it a day, move man. On. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but apparently people thought it was interesting enough to, to push to remember uh, they don't always yeah. choose them because- <laughs> it might not always be because they like it you know but it this is-, is the most jacket click like yeah, click 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 yeah exactly um happens it quite says a bit interesting post it doesn't say favorite tool it doesn't exactly. say i want this it says interesting it. post yeah yeah uh, it could be interesting because it's stupid um the uh number one number one tool Interesting post was uh, yeah number one interesting post (laughs) this time around was the sports team tool belt thing by Kevin and this is like uh, oh yeah uh, uh, this is like Kevin's first round out and I when I first read the post I'm like I don't think this is you you know what screw it we're gonna post it anyway because it's cool and and, it's the most popular post this week yeah I was really (laughs) hoping. And, and, and no offense to Kevin or anything, because Kevin's a good guy and he he does uh, he does good. But um, I was like, oh man, the sports team logo thing. I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if people are even gonna. Yeah, no, yeah, people people are into that. And it, and quite <laughs> honestly, after I thought about it and after people kind of clicked on it a lot, I started thinking about it. And if it Hell was. Yeah. If it was me and I was like seriously into a sports team like that, I would totally do that just to jack with guys on the and site. And they do, I'm who sure. We're not fans of oh, that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, like if if you're a big Dallas fan, you come in to 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 the site the, the next day wearing a Redskins tool belt and see what they do to you. You know, um, <laughs> just just to be like, yeah, whatever. Not the, well, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. I could see that. I, I mean, you know, I mean, people will buy anything with a sports team on it. You might as well buy a tool belt, I right? Guess. And uh, honestly, the the gag gift thing. I'm sure there are more sports paraphernalia and stuff uh, bought by fans of one team to give to somebody else who is not a fan of that team. Uh, that than there are for people who who love it. You know, <laughs> like if. Uh, uh, you know, your buddy down the street is a huge Cubs fan. You buy him, you know, you buy him a White Sox, <laughs> some, you know, just to, just to mess with them. Uh, if they're a Yankees fan, buy them Red Sox, you know, all that kind of thing. Remember uh, that a uh, long time back, what shop were we in? It was that defunct, like, car builder. Remember? And, and oh, they had trouble oh, with them uh, stealing the tools, so they painted them all bright pink. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> that was funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although and you called it at the time too we're walking through the thing and and or the uh the body shop and and they're putting like i don't know 30 pounds of, <laughs> of speckle and bondo on this oh, car yeah. oh yeah and uh chuck walks through and he's like huh seems like an awful lot of bondo well will that hold i mean what are they just sculpt- kind of- they're just sculpting with bondo <laughs> won't that cause problem and they're like no no it's fine and, and then i guess it was what a couple months later you yeah know, like- somebody with their five hundred thousand dollar mustang and pieces started falling off it or so i heard yeah uh that's <laughs> And now they're like defunct and Uh-oh. stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, I remember. Them. I remember one of the, a couple of things. One, I remember that uh, uh, they did so much body work so often that they literally used Harbor Freight tools because they just 
wore them out. Yeah, and they belonged to the shop. Yep. And nobody was going to, he's like, oiling? Nobody's going to oil the tools. <laughs> They're going to throw it away. <laughs> so they bought throwaways. And, and then I remember the other thing where all those pink tools. Yeah, there were yeah. a ton. I was like, man, what's the deal? What say? He's like, yeah, nobody steals them. <laughs> okay. Good answer. I could see that. Unique performance. That's the name of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. It was pretty funny. <laughs> so, I was at Home Depot this weekend. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, well... A lot of bad stories start... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's true. Bad for the wallet. Yeah, bad for the wallet. <laughs> Not necessarily bad. No, no. And, uh, well, you know, I, this was the first time ever I had to return a tool to Home Depot. Now, Lowe's, and this is not something that's like Home Depot specific. I don't think I ever have. Well, Lowe's is just closer to me. Um, you're true. You have equidistant. You know, like you can go to either one, really, and it's- I'm closer reason- to Lowe's. Yeah, but reasonable. I mean, if you wanted to, it's not the same hike for you. It's 30 minutes for Home Depot for yeah, me. Yeah, you're right. Like you're five right. minutes for Lowe's. Um, mostly because of that stupid ass intersection that's between you and me that I may burn in hell. Yes. Um, but anyway, 15 minutes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I, this, but this just happened to be, I needed the tool from home Depot and, and I went there to get it and I got it back home and realized I didn't need it. Uh, wrong I got one. The, yeah, yep. I got the wrong one. So I was going to take it back. So, but I didn't have time that day. So I had to just wait until the next weekend. Right. So, right. and I hate returning yeah, me too. things. Me it's too. just, it, it kills me. It just, it, the whole thing is depressing, you know, cause obviously it didn't work out for you the first time. And now, you know, they have your money and you want some, you want it back. And it's just a big thing. And there's always like that lady in front of you who, anytime you go to return something, there's this person in front of you who wants to tell you their life story so that you can take this thing back. And some poor cashier just has to sit there and listen to it while they explain <laughs> the series of cosmic events that has an unfolded on them. And you're just like wrong tool. Yeah. You know, I Need just to want return to return it. this thing. Please credit my card. Exactly. Um, but there's always like that thing, you know, where you return. That thing. Yeah. <laughs> but there's always that, that area there where you, you come in and you're going to return the tool and they start giving you like the Spanish inquisition. Like, yeah. Why are you returning the tool? Did it not work? Did you open the tool? You, and you, you just don't want to deal with it. Um, yes, I opened the tool. No, I didn't use it. No, yes, there's nothing the wrong, wrong with it. It's just the wrong one. I just need to return this and everybody can go about their day. Well, I show up to home Depot expecting the worst, right? You know, right, I expect right, to go right. to battle, you know, um, I show up, there's no line. At the returns desk, which is already, I was like, huh, (laughs) I wonder if that's just, they shoot everybody who comes up here or something, you know, hide the body out back. So I show up and I'm like, look, I got this tool. I I didn't even open it. It's just the wrong one. There's nothing wrong with it. I just need a return. And I happened to forget the receipt. Oh. Yeah. And they pulled up with your card. Yep. Uh, pull it up with the card and said, okay, well, uh, I can't give you cash, but I can, which is totally fine. Push push it back to the card, and it, everything should be hunky dory. So I'm like, what are the odds? You know. So she she pulled it up, did it. I went back home, and the cash was already nice. The the you know the register or you know registry entry was already there, and it was fine. No questions asked. No anything. 
It was like perfectly seamless. No problem. You know, um, great stuff. I was always, I guess, and you know, the post went out and people have horror stories about returning things <laughs> and all that kind of thing. And really, I think it's sort of like the warranties. It's a, it's a matter of expectation and reality. Yeah. You know, if you thought you were going to do the rental plan. Yeah. You may not get away with it. You may. Yeah, it's possible. I've heard of people doing it. However, uh, this she did exactly what I would have done had I been on Open the other it up, side. looked at it. It is the tool. It's still wrapped in the box. It's still wrapped in its original packaging. Everything's where it's supposed to be. There's no dirt on it. Nothing's been broken or anything like that. It just was the wrong one, and I needed to return it. No problem. Had it been full of concrete dust and scratched all the hell and some of the parts were missing <laughs> and everything was dirty and all. Not happening. They're not doing that. You yeah. Know? Even if you bought it the the day before, they're <laughs> you not do a doing lot with that. a tool in a day. Yeah. Uh, they're not doing that. And so I think a lot of the times it's unrealistic expectations. Uh, the other thing is if you've got a receipt for it and it's the item and, you know, the skew matches, they're going to do it. You know, if it's reasonably. Yeah. OK. I, I think here here's the thing, you know. Returns are meant, I think, for either where you had uh, a damaged or defective item. defective item up right. front. Right. Not later. Like I open this and the thing doesn't start. Yeah. Know? Or it's missing yeah. a battery or there's something wrong. Handle with it. fell off or and, whatever. You know, yeah, bring it back. Right. You know, you bought the wrong thing. You haven't used it. You bought it and you just don't want it anymore, but you haven't used it. Yes. You should be able to return it. And in most cases, you can. Yeah. Um, What's really funny is, I don't know if you remember <clears throat> Walmart back in the day. Um, Defined back in the day. Yeah, like in the mid-late 80s. Uh, I don't really have much You're experience like, with yeah. that. Here, here's, here's the thing. Uh, I won't say, okay, fine, it was me. I did this. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful, but... Yeah, so this 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 guy I knew gave me owed me some money, and instead of paying me, he gave me he gave me uh, four car speakers, right? Uh oh. And they don't fit; they didn't fit my car, right? And one of them was busted. Right. So I'm like, well, crap, you know. And I knew I wouldn't get any money out of them. Were so they in the box? No. Okay. They had been in somebody's car for a long time. (laughs) 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 And uh, so I'm like, well, what the hell am I going to do this? I started shopping around to see what my, see what friends or people at, this was in high school, see what they would pay for it. And the answer, nothing. Oh, sure. The ones who were legit were like, screw that. They're pieces of crap. And the ones who weren't are like, I'll just. If I really wanted them, I'd get them out of whoever you sell them to his car. You know? Like, <laughs> crap, you know? Like, what am I going to do now? And, and and one of my friends like, yeah, return them to Walmart. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Return them to Walmart. They'll take anything. <laughs> so uh, so I go be bopping in with these four dirty speakers. Oh, no. And I, I drop on the couch. I will return these speakers, you know? They're like, seriously? And, and yeah, this lady's like, oh what are you doing, you know? And she's like, okay. So she gets the book out and looks it up. They did sell them at one point. I mean, like years ago, (laughs) right? Oh, no. So they will take them. They give you like a buck 50 in store credit or something? Oh, no. They give you the original price in store credit. 
You are kidding. In this case, it was like 300 bucks or something like that. Oh I don't know. And, uh, I mean, my point in telling you this is, is not to glorify this. This was stupid. It's people like young me who screwed it up for everybody else. Yeah, this is the reason they're so draconic. That's about right. Because back in the day, yeah. you could you could return crap. They were like, "You bet. If we sold it, you don't have a receipt. I don't care. Whatever condition, you can return it." You know, and most people were reasonable. You know, it's fine. And then there were people, you know, who would come in and do stuff like that. And eventually, I think that the people like that overwhelmed the people who were being reasonable. And all of a sudden, it's like you got to have your receipt. It's got to be within 30 days. It's got to be in perfect condition. It's got to be blah, blah, blah. You know, all of a sudden, they took out of the hands of the people on the floor, you know, the ability to make those decisions. Right. And those judgment calls were pretty handy to have around. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, if you had something that you maybe had for you know, a couple of months or three months or four months yeah. and, and it broke, you know, you, you could theoretically return it, especially to Walmart. But <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, it, it's dumb, you know, and, and it's, I think that the rules apply the same rules that always come up with the craftsman warranty thing whenever, which is incredible because that hasn't reared its head yet this year. Right. Um, you know, the truth of the matter is number one, don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. If you go in and you're asking to return something, maybe you're you're being reasonable, but maybe you don't have a receipt. Maybe there's a problem. Don't be a dick about it. You know, right? That's number one because they're not going to take it if you're a dick. You know, same thing with swapping out warranty tools or things like that. You know, number two, try to be reasonable. If if would you take this back if you were a manufacturer? I mean, if you're trying to beat them out of something, don't be mad if they don't let you. Right. You know, it's not their fault that they didn't want to be cheated. That's right. Uh, there's <laughs> you didn't either. You know, if you so. sold this to your buddy and he came back to it with you in this situation, would you take it back? Right. If the answer is no, then don't take it back. Right. And and just use your head on that stuff. I mean, a lot of times you're being perfectly reasonable and there's a, a weird set of circumstances that will kind of throw it into doubt. A lot of times if you're just trying to be. Uh, if you're just trying to get either another tool or just get the, you're not even trying to get cash. That's another one of those red flags I found out. Uh, well, I, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to, no, I'd really rather have cash. You know, that's that's not so good. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, I stole it and I'm pawning it essentially. Right. Yeah. Um. But uh, I mean, if you're putting have it you, on a card, have you ever seen people? I saw a guy in uh, Lowe's one time. Uh, I saw this dude go and pick up. Uh, and 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 pick up a tool. Literally, he like had somebody get it out of the cage for him, and then he took it over to returns and tried to return it. You are kidding? No. Wow. Obviously, they it did not work out for him. They uh, knew that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, that's two things. Wow. Number one, uh, the 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 numbers on the box gave him away, and number two, the guy who got it out of the cage saw him at returns and went over to say hello. Yeah. So. It was a bad idea, but I know in some of those never understood that. Yeah, in some stores, the uh, if they get something out of the cage, they'll report that they got something out of the cage to like the cashiers and the returns. You remember back in the day stuff. when they didn't have a cage? Yeah, exactly. This is this is what happens. Exactly, and honestly, I was at Lowe's the other day, and and they just displayed the new Bosch tools. 
You know, the, the, oh, new, yeah, the batteries uh, are all gone. Yeah, off the batteries are gone in like a day. They just stole them. You know, the tools are still sitting there. Uh, and you wonder why people have cages and chain up tools. You know, people are just being dishonest about it. It's it's bad that they we have to be treated because we've proven we've had to be treated as a society, like a bunch of collective five year olds. It's ridiculous, you know. I apparently did my uh <laughs> You're like I have contributed. For what to it's that worth, somewhere. I was young, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, that's the uh that was kind of the the surprise for me this week though. They uh I didn't have any problems with it at all and and they were I was being upfront about it and I was uh just trying to return it and get the cash for it so I'd go get something else and uh they were fine with that. Uh people online have also suggested that they'll uh if there's it's kind of shady, but they're they don't really want to tell you no. They'll give you a in store credit instead of cash, right? Uh, which is, I think, kind of one of those half steps between like we don't believe you and and well, <laughs> you know, it's kind of questionable and it may be the truth. So okay, we'll throw you a bone, you know, uh, which is kind of a unique solution for it. I think. Well, with a place like Lowe's, it would work. You know, yeah, there's you enough, enough stuff there. It yeah. Would be all right. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, and especially if they're handing out like a $10 gift card or a you know, $50 <laughs> yeah. gift card or something, it's not like I'm returning this car, you know, something <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, this AC unit I brought for, you know, God from you, it's Don't. like 3,500 bucks. I need cash, you know, no, <laughs> we're not going to do that. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of, uh, interesting. That was the first time I'd ever returned anything to Home Depot. I think that's about it this week. Yeah. But, uh, well, one thing uh, we're going to try and do, see if we can get uh, these rolling out on a little bit more uh, consistent basis than we've been doing here in the last couple uh, months. Sure. But uh, other than that, um, look for uh, this summer or uh, uh, here coming out pretty soon. We've got some stuff that we're going to be doing as far as uh, small giveaway type things like we did earlier Ooh, this nice. week. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, we had the little Stanley uh, Fat Max for the uh, – uh, best father's day mother's day slash present nice. uh, that uh went out earlier this week so uh, we're getting that going on and uh, a couple other like little stuff like that and also we're trying to uh see if we can get some more uh, hands-on going on this summer. Nice, so nice. that should be should be good stuff uh we also got a post coming out uh, fairly soon about uh, the shop truck which i've been getting much much uh, bitching and email about, so we're just going to see if we can't finish some of that up. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, and that. get that going. So it uh, should be some good stuff coming through. Rock on. We'll see you next week.